Welcome back, everyone. This is uh, HNK's title running radio podcast. Chairman Sam Lynn Smith here with my colleague and fellow NED, Dave Langford. Say hello, David. Hello, everybody. Good afternoon. So, Dave, COVID, lockdown. What have you been up to? 14 weeks, no football. Well, we've run two championship manager fantasy footballs. I think uh, Jimmy won one of them. Nick was very close in the other one. Pete Alexander won that one. And uh, other than that, just, you know, looking at data, looking at stats and... Uh, working out. Working out, yeah. Looking trim, Dave. That's all you can do, isn't it? Bit, bulk up. Bit of a diet in there. A little, little bit of a reduction in certain things. But yeah, all good. The doctor said to. What prompted that? Just, you know, self-motivation, drive, all the passionate stuff, all the health. Yeah. yeah. Confident that you haven't got the highest BMI in HNK anymore? Oh, it's definitely Luke. Yeah. yeah. Bob, Bob Aganoush. Had the hair on as well, the weight of the hair. Yeah. He, uh, he's clear. He's been snacking. Hair. He's been packing. Yeah, yeah. 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 G-Unit. I think we all agree with that one. Mm. Um, anyway, so football kicks off today. So we've got the double header, Aston Villa and Sheffield United, followed by Man City and Arsenal. I think we should recap on where we are with things because this is proving to be maybe the most exciting title run in HNK history, Dave. Definitely the most exciting. On these two fixtures, so on Super Brew, everyone so far has gone for a City win with six of the eight teams going for three City goals. And uh, Villa are down for one. One person went for Villa, three for Blades and four for a draw. Um, so yeah, it should be quite interesting. One tight affair and one, we're hoping, a bit of a goal fest to kick things off. And I think a few people will be captaining City players with the double game week. I know I am. Gone with Gabriel Jesus. Well, I think three of us have gone with Laporte. Impossible. Impossible. People will lose their league status for that type of behaviour. <laughs> um, well, the league table as it stands, Nick is joint top with Richard Cleave. That's both front runners and Cleve McManaman. They're on 1,442 points apiece. Closely behind is Luke, who does have the most transfers in hand with 1,394 uh, Jimmy's level pegging with him, winning Saturday 13.94. And then the dark horse in the race, Macca's talent train, sitting there with 13.87. Probably Cain- out of the race. Caneless now, but Bruno heavy. Mm. It's, you know, Mane is still there. At the bottom, it looks to me like the league's split into a 5-3 at the moment. Um, you've got Stu, the Crusaders, Dave of Harchester and the Cottagers. Although they have picked up Kane and today Davis as well. Uh, um, left back, a shrewd signing. Do you agree, Dave? Kind of irrelevant now. You think irrelevant? You don't can't, need... can't get out of it. Can't, can't catch you. Of... No. <clears throat> I'm the same. The, the gap between me and Joe is the same gap as me and First. Cannot see it happening. Can't see it. Unfortunately for Joe. No. no unfortunate debut season, all in all. Trouble, troubling, yeah. Worrying. <laughs> the Matt Ritchie and um, Benjamin Mendy transfer. Yo-Yo was... Uh, mm. Well, I really like the... Uh, it was an interesting one. He really wanted Pepe in the uh, auction, didn't he? Really wanted him. <laughs> Pay, paid quite a bit. Nick back down just at the right time. And Nick's top, Joe's bottom. So I think we know who came out better of that, yeah, that exchange. I mean, for all of our listeners, we, we did have a vote, democratic vote, mm. in the uh, COVID lockdown period, just for one more transfer. It was it was put through. Um, really, we were quite innovative in that th- that way of thinking because, obviously... Fantasy Premier League themselves, um, they've put into place a new rule where you can have unlimited transfers, transfers before this kickoff. TGCC uh, gave all their franchise owner another transfer as well. It seems to be quite commonplace around the country, so I'm glad we got there first, and uh, I'm glad our, the majority of our franchise owners fell in line with that. 
Um, but as it stood, people didn't feel the need to change their squads. We put in the Langford Amendment where people couldn't make transfers uh, after kickoff today, which is at 4.30. So I think Joe came in with Davis and then potentially maybe one more, but I don't see it happening to you, Dave. Will you be making one last minute? Well, the only judgment call to make, and I don't have to make this today, is whether Heaton classifies as not being in the game anymore <laughs> as he's out the Villa squad and he can't be re-registered. Um, he's and, definitely and in the game. That's as good as being on loan somewhere else or is dead. So... <laughs> Other than that, I can't see anyone else. I don't think anyone else is not registered. All you're saying with that is you don't back Casper, though, isn't it? You don't back Casper do to Kasper. get you the points. I do back Casper. But I do think making a keeper selection in in empty stadiums is a tricky point. I actually think I've got an advantage having just one keeper. Mm. Well, we've seen what you do with two, and it's a nightmare. So, so to bring in another keeper maybe a headache that Maccas don't need right now. I'm all worried about the captain. I think choices. we'd all be happy if you want to transfer Rico in. You could do that for free. I think everyone would be on board with that. Yeah, yeah. one of the most logical transfers in HK history. Yeah. Dave, tell us about how the game's going to go then. So we've got no stadia, but it looks to me like the Premier League have given directives to the relevant media outlets to make sure that there is stadium atmosphere. It was lacking in the first few weeks, the Bundesliga. They seem to have picked up on that now. How do you think it's going to play out? Do you think the armchair fans are going to enjoy it as much as they would do ordinarily? I think it's... Uh... I think anyone with players in the relegation zone are in for some good points. I think the people like yourself and me with Mane, Firmino, Salah could see some heavy rotation. Anyone with City players will. I've got a lot of City players. Um, but the people down at the bottom, the Jack Grealishes, the Deanies, those sorts of people, um, you know, your Callum Wilsons, they should get a lot of minutes and points can rack up very, very, very quickly. So... It'll be really interesting to uh, see how it all plays out. But I, I think there'll be a lot of points, personally. So I think we're agreed Liverpool, Liverpool are going to win the league. Liverpool will win the league, yeah. Who in your non-executive mind, Dave, do you think... How Do you think Leicester are guaranteed that T4 place? No. No? OK. No, I don't think they're guaranteed it. And they're in pole position, aren't they? But this could really unsettle them. You know, Vardy's probably aged about five years. Um, Red Bull diet. Red Bull diet in this time. Um, I think, for me, I think Bournemouth and Norwich are going down. And then I'm thinking, I'm hoping West Ham, but I think Watford could possibly, just looking at the fixtures. It's really hard, really tight to judge. I mean, so someone, who's going to be top four then? Back top to the four, question. Liverpool City, give me two others. United and Leicester. United and Leicester. I think Chelsea fall away. They're too open at the back. Frank's a fat Frank's not good enough tactically. Okay. Ollie's not either, but um United's fixtures are ridiculous. If they so win so are Spurs. Yeah, but I think Spurs they're just a bit further back, aren't they? And you know, they had some easy fixtures before this and Jose fucked it. So uh, I think um, United, though, if they win the first couple, they could w- they could win a lot of them. And then every United fan will say next year's the next year will challenge. And then they'll absolutely stumble in the early parts. But I think Spurs will win eight from nine and still not get in the top four. Mm. I think it'll be Leicester, United, fourth, just by the skin of their teeth. And then Spurs just behind and Chelsea behind them. Mm. And Chelsea have a really good shot at the Premier League next year because um, without that Champions League football... And a and an even bigger squad with a higher calibre of player, then they've got a good chance. 
down the bottom, Dave. I mean, Ryan Fraser's decline a short-term contract reinforces uh, the view which our franchise owners took to give an extra transfer. This could have been someone's player, which is extremely dangerous. Um, where do you see the bottom three ending up? Norwich, Bournemouth, and I hope West Ham. David Moyes? Yeah, I hope it's West Ham. Sir's chosen one. Just hate the Karen Brady. The Karen Brady effects. Her, sister, her daughter, though, sorry. It's, uh, quite a nice... Photogenic. Very photogenic. Yeah. Airbrush yeah. as well. I'd say so, yeah. Lumps in the right places. Can't deny that. <laughs> Can't deny that. I think I'm going to go with Norwich, uh, Brighton, and I've got a sneaky feeling that potentially Villa as well. We'll see how it plays out. Um, Dave, I think we, we said we're skipping the, the forecast today, but I think we have had some questions come in from our overseas listeners. Yeah. How do you want to play this? Do you want to, we haven't got any special guests today. This is an impromptu this sort of just, season ending teaser. This will just be for you then. So, I mean, they're quite quick questions. Uh, Cedric in Marseille wants to know who's the favourite to win the league as the bookie, who, who was the... Uh, the, H- the HNK League. Yeah, it's tight. So who are you going to put a curse? Well, I mean, on? it's as tight in our league as it is in boys to men, which is great to see. There's real tension. I've some of the chaps around my house tonight from both parties, and uh, be interesting how it plays out. I do think that if Luke doesn't win, he's it, unfortunately he'll only have himself to look at. Mm. Um, I think if anyone else in the league was managing his squad, um, especially if I if I had his squad, I was managing it, or yourself, Dave. Or back us to win it at a canter. Um, certain ignorance about Luke, especially with captain choices. I think he's already going to stumble this week. Um, so it's his to lose, really. He's got the most transfers, and um, yeah. he is the favourite. Yeah. He's also got the biggest chip on his shoulder, so that'll help. Not the biggest chip on the biggest shoulder. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, next question. This is Wara's uh, birthday today, so happy birthday, Sophie. Happy birthday, Sophie. We'll update you on the uh, results tomorrow. <laughs> and then um, Clive in Miami wants to know if you could have any player for the running, so who do you think is going to get the most points between now and the end of the season? Who would you like? Bear in mind rotation, fixtures, everything. Um, is it Bruno for you? Well, there's a few out there actually I mean if you look at the favourite I mean you'd probably want someone like Aubameyang in your team he mm. could win you the league on his own um, playing for a contract elsewhere or just propelling Arsenal into new heights uh, Bruno is up there I don't think you want Mane or Salah could be wrong I'd probably say if not Kane mm. yeah interesting Manu and Tottenham have the best fixtures Kane, Rashford or Aubameyang Lovely. And then last question is from Hakim in Shigai, in, uh, Hakim Shigai sorry, in Nigeria. Uh, what is the one tip you'd give to someone for next season with the new transfer offering? Is there any tips you could give anybody having been through it twice? With the new system that we've got? With the new system, yeah. Well, do you want to explain a bit about that new system, Dave, first? So you get to buy your transfers for £5 million a transfer. Well, Joe, we need to do this with Joe, actually, don't we? Joe needs to um, get his head around this. And then uh, Chips, two, two £2.5 And we saw in the Championship one that um, Jimbo purchased 14 in the first season. He yeah. purchased 10 in the second. He won the second one. The people who... Well, Carl Dutton, he bought second least, and he bought three each time, and he came... Second to last and last. Cleve came mid-table but was able to get pretty much the best player um, most of the time. 
What do you reckon then? So my, my key advice is, and it's a bit like taking a penalty, you've got to pick your spot and not change your mind. And I find in the auctions, especially as the chair, a bit of a target, people focus too much of their attention on someone like myself. And all that happens is these people fall away. You're saying, Matt, you're saying you get targeted? I get targeted. You targeted me, non-exec in the auction. Stu targeted me. You both sit beneath me. It's a bad <laughs> mistake to make. Um, I really think people should just be a, a bit more narrow in their focus. And um, that would be my one tip. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. We'll take that home with you, everybody. Have a think about next season. And, it's, beautiful, uh, it's a beautiful day out there. I know we, we've got some... We, we're having a barbecue at mine or a tapas... Um, a few larges, a few G&Ts. We're going to celebrate the reopening of the Premiership. We can't wait. And um, we wish all the HNK franchises the best of luck tonight. I know you'll all be excited. Um, hopefully it's an injury-free couple of sets of fixtures. We don't oh. want Jimbo moaning anymore, do we, about injuries? He, yeah, he does, does moan a bit, doesn't he? He moans a lot. Yeah. yeah. And um, But anyway, listeners, enjoy it. We'll be back in touch with another podcast. We'll have a longer guest list next time. Um, we'll have a shipping forecast. We'll have a bit of a quiz. We'll have a few more things going on. But from me, Chair, from Non-Exec Dave. Good luck, everybody. Over and out. Bye, all.